Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello, footy fans, and welcome to Season 3 of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penkless, and back with me again for another season, feeling overly confident before the ball has been kicked, Michael Corbin. Emmanuel, we're back. Three seasons in. Are you ready? Have you recovered from the grand final defeat last season? Oh, I've recovered. And then the headline that thought, oh, rugby league's about to come back. (laughs) The Roosters have a 100% positivity rate to coronavirus. Oh, there I was so worried that, you know what? There I was so worried about the health of those Roosters, but, you know, they've paid their way again. They've gone out, they've got an infectious, and they're ready to go. So, just another day. Nothing can stop us now except maybe a early injury to Luke Geary, who may not start week one. But, we digress, Emmanuel... The NRL season is back in just under, just over two weeks. March 10th, I believe, is kickoff date. Correct. We have Manly versus Panthers. Yes. Yes. Are you excited? Two weeks, two weeks more, Emmanuel, and we have nothing. We, we can sit back and relax and not have to worry about what's planned for the weekend. And we know that we're going to have a good time because we get to watch football. It's come around quickly, hasn't it? I mean, um... It's it's going to be fun. I think the the whole dyna- I think the team dynamics are going to be quite different this year. So just going and you know starting with Penrith and Manly, uh, what are we expecting this year from Manly? We think that Manly got to the prelims last year. Tommy Turbo in absolutely phenomenal form. The question is going to be, can he replicate that in twenty twenty two? You recall how sluggish Manly were to start the season. Uh, and then Trebojevic just sort of went through that incredible run and uh, manly clipped the wings of every other team um, that was not in the top four uh, and sort of had an easy run, which they seem to have again this year, and it'll be interesting to see how that goes for them. That's a question. Is uh, Manly going to be flat-track bullies again and beat the teams that they're better than? and struggle against the top teams, you know how to neutralise Tom Dravojevic. Yeah. And again, Tom Dravojevic last year, besides missing those first four weeks of the season, or five weeks of the season, was relatively healthy for his standards. Can we get another season out of that from him? You know, if, if he's gone, Manly, uh, Manly's, t- Manly's chances are shot to bits. So he needs to stay healthy for them to have a chance. Yeah. Uh, up against him in that first game is... Uh... The, the, are the reigning premiers, um, pains me to say it, but here we are, who are not without some personnel changes. There, there's going to be a, a little bit of talent there that um, missing from there that, that was there and instrumental in the back end of last year. Um, I'm thinking of uh, Burton, comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. 
who uh, was really helpful, I think, in the back end and just a real boost to their chances in, in, in the back end of um, 2021. Great impact player off the bench. Great impact player. You've got... Um, Luke Capewell, Paul Momorowski. Yeah, so Momorowski's to the Roosters. Capewell's gone to the Broncos. Um, you know, it's... They're okay. They're, they're not the instrumental players. They're, they're non-spine players. But at the same time, that it's not the same team as last year. It's not the same 1-17 to 17, uh, that, that played last year. Um, and it, it's really hard to, to emulate that success again. It's only happened once in the last 30 years. We all know the team. Look at the smile on his face as I say it. He's thinking back to those memorable moments, the six again of 2019. But, no, it, it's, it's so hard to emulate that success. And will the Panthers have the drive to do it? They've now got a 22, 23-year-old captain um, who has won Origins, won a premiership, uh, captained uh, his side to a premiership. And, and the question is going to be now, can he maintain that hunger to create a winning dynasty at the foot of the mountains? Yeah, that's the big question is, when you when you are the premiers, you are no longer hunting. You are the hunted, and you get the best game out of every single team every single week because they want to prove themselves against the premiers. So games where you thought, "Oh, we're versing the Cowboys this week," the Cowboys want to get a win over the over the Panthers more than any other team that they verse on a week to week basis because it starts asking the question: Are they contenders? So you're going to get every team's best effort, and that's what makes it difficult to go back to back. Plus, again, salary cap, you're going to lose players because all those players who have now won a premiership get to earn a little bit more money being on a premiership winning side. Yep. Um, Other top four teams from 2021, of course, were South Sydney um, and Melbourne. So beginning with Melbourne, they have uh, had a bit of a tumultuous off-season by Melbourne standards. Uh, A lot of departures, um, players signed for... 2023 with other clubs um i really enjoyed the joke going around that the dolphins have gone from the oldest from the youngest team to the oldest team in rapid time uh with the exodus of players from the storm but i'm not falling into this trap michael melbourne's going to win round one they're going to be fine they will be up there they have they're going to be playing sometime deep into september and nothing you say or that I read is going to tell me otherwise. Yeah, the interesting thing is they do have a couple outs for round one due to suspensions for those off-field indiscretions, the off-season indiscretions that you mentioned. I, look, I, I, they're going to win round one because it's Melbourne and Craig Bellamy has never lost round one. They're going to be a good team. They're probably going to be a top four team because they're so disciplined throughout the whole season. A couple of years ago, they had this problem where their ceiling wasn't as high as all the other teams above them's ceiling. And could they get to that point? I think we're going to see a similar thing for Melbourne this year where they're going to be great, but their ceiling isn't as high as teams like the Panthers, who I think can go an extra level when it matters. Yeah. And for the Bunnies, of course, captain gone, coach gone, um... Gagai gone, real uh, changing of the guard. Benji gone, um, new captain. Absolutely best thing, best news I think for the club. Um, great decision. I've been pushing for it for ages. Um, 
you know how highly I think of Cam Murray. Great club man, um, great leader, great looking bloke. Um, and I think that all these things are just, it's so good for Souths that he, he's been appointed captain. Um, obviously, you know, three years of prelims and then one year of, as runners up, it's going to be interesting to see how the new coach handles it. It's going to be a different spine, a younger, younger spine. This team is going to be more Cody's and Luttrell's. Um, and I think it's really good that they've got Cameron Murray to sort of be the steady influence over that. The question of who's going to play halfback is an interesting one. Yeah, well, it's Lachlan Ilias or Taff. Yep. Um, that's the big question. And no rookie half has ever gone on to win the competition. It's a big question. A lot. Of, I've also heard the, do you move Luttrell to... To centre up, yeah. play tough at fullback because he was so good during that stint that, you know, um, that Latrell was, yeah. was suspended. Yeah. So, yeah, look, a lot of questions for Souths. They're going to be a good team because the rest of that team is strong. But even even those periods where Adam Reynolds was off the field last year, Souths' demeanour changed and their lack of direct... They, they, they suffered from a lack of direction. Yeah. And... That's going to be hard to replace, and that's going to take time rather than you know talent. Yeah, and I think that was no clearer than last year in the South Roosters game, where Latrell did play his last game and knocked out Manu. I mean, that is the game that I think you were thinking of, where yeah, it was just exactly. there, was, there was a clear lack of direction from Souths, and it was a bit of an eye opener for us that you know this it's going to be a real battle without him. But that this is the decision the club made. Um, I spoke often and um, to a great degree about how much I did not like that decision. Um, but you accept it, you move on. Um, and, yeah, I've, I think a, a down year for Souths in, to the extent that they're not going to be playing in the grand final. Um, I do not expect. Um, top four, potentially. Um, just depends. We remember last year how there was a clear divide between the top six and the rest. Uh, it just depends how that gap has changed um, I think there's more teams probably bridging it closer, um, but and whether Souths have fallen enough to change that will be something for this year. Um, the team that was unlucky, of course, in week two of the finals against the Panthers was Parramatta, who uh, just went completely sort of missing in the back end of the year and then just pulled it together and played that incredible game against uh, Penrith in the second week of the finals. Um, it's going to be an interesting year for them. We say it every year, but why not this year? Why can't it happen? Can it happen? I don't think it can happen. I Look, they're a good team, but I just think that they're stuck in this limbo where they're not quite good enough to win the whole thing, but they're not bad enough to say, let's try and rejig this whole thing and figure out what's wrong because they're always going to be competitive yeah. until, well, look, they've, they've lost a couple of players for the 2023 off season, uh, the 2023 season. This might be their last chance, right? You've got Reed Marnie going. Junior Paul has, uh, has signed. They've lost Hayes Dunster for the season, who was their promising winger, yep. um, to that ugly hip drop, hip drop tackle um, from, his bro- from his brother-in-law. Um, yeah, oh, you didn't know that. So Tyler Fumayono... Uh, his sister is going out with Hayes Dunster. Oh, yeah, there you go. So awkward family dinners for them. Mm. Um, yeah, look, I just, I just think that we're going to see the exact same thing that we've seen 
from Parramatta year in, year out. They're going to give us games where, like those games against Melbourne, where you're like, can this team do it? And then they're just going to fall short just slightly. And it's they just don't seem like they have enough unless unless Mitchell Moses can go to that level that, you know, the likes of Nathan Cleary. Yep. Um, we'll find out on the first Sunday afternoon football uh, yep. when they take on the Gold Coast. Now, the Gold Coast are another one that made the top eight last year. Um, played that incredible final against the Roosters, um, which Michael is still talking about. Heart attack. Do we think that last year was a we're going up from here moment for the Gold Coast, or is it this was a peak and we're going to spend more time in the bottom eight this year? I think they should go up. I think they're, they're going to be a better team. Toby Sexton's now the clear-cut number seven, uh, which is good. There's no juggling of positions. Jaden Campbell's going to have another year under his belt. I thought he was really good at the back end of last year. Brimson, whose knees and legs probably can't carry him as a fullback, is probably in his better position at number six. And you've got another year of David Fida, um, Tino Fasul Malawi. You know, I think this team's going to improve. They were a young team last year. They're only going to get better. Second year under Holbrook. I'm. I think they're going to be. They're going to be around that five to six spot. I think that's what. That's what I'm hoping for the Tiger Titans. Yeah, you have to remember. Last year the comp was so lopsided that Gold Coast won ten games and lost fourteen and finished eighth. Yeah. Um, but their four and against was only minus three, which means when they won, they won really big. Yeah. So. Um, be interesting to see what happens there. Now, the other team... So, obviously, the Roosters, we've sort of touched on them. Um, I think it's going to be a big year for them. Um, probably pushing Premiership uh, based on the unfortunate luck they had uh, last season, which I just don't think, even as much as I want it to happen, I just don't think they can have that much, much misfortune again. Yeah, if, um, we, if we have if we have that <laughs> If I'm many, being entirely honest... If we have that many injuries again, I might give up in rugby league because it's just a cruel sport if that's the case. It's been two rough years of injuries and AC, a lot of ACL tears, but this team is looking primed to be strong. They've recruited really well. They've replaced the Morrises with Momorowski. You've got Suwali, who's in his... He, he's now 18 years old. He looks like an absolute tank. Connor Watson's now your clear-cut number 14. The biggest question is obviously hookup and how good Sam Barrels can be, but then you've also got the looming Brandon Smith coming in the season after. And Tedesco is still, in my eyes, the best fullback in the game. Luke Keary coming back. I think it's going to be a really strong team. Yeah. Um, rounding, so rounding out the eight, eight last year was Newcastle. They finished seventh. Um, I think... It's not going to be a great year for Newcastle. Yeah, I'm well in this camp. I think it's going to be a terrible year for Newcastle. I think... um, So, Gagai comes back, um, returns home uh, to where he was before Souths. Um, As I said to uh, Paul, he he left Newcastle for, um, you know, to pick a winning team, so he came to Souths. Uh, And as Paul pointed out, you know, he didn't win the grand final he lost and I said well he was preparing for life in Newcastle so um, I think they're going to have a really tough year no Mitchell Pearce uh, Connor Watson gone uh, Clifford there I Clune looks like it's yeah. going to be Clune's the other half back yeah 
Who look? He looked all right in the trials last night, but again, it's trials. The one saving grace for Newcastle this year is a man sitting up in the grandstand named after him, Andrew Johns, mm. who will probably be the head coach of that team. If I, I think he will be the head coach of that team come season's end. Big call. Big call. I have a second big call with Newcastle. Yep. Which probably is related to the first call and will probably determine it in such, to some extent. Yeah. My big call is that Ponga leaves Newcastle at the end of the 2022 season. For the Dolphins? No. No. For the All Blacks. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yep. All right. Yeah. I, look, another losing season for Newcastle. It's going to be really hard for Caelan Ponga to stick around in a team where he thought that they were going to be competing for premierships and they've been stuck in a bit of mediocrity the last few years and everything. They haven't... It doesn't look like they've improved, they've regressed, and that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, definitely a problem. Okay, so, Mike, the top eight, on average, every year, three teams out, three teams in. Yeah. That's, on average, how it works. Yeah. Okay, so, if you were to pick three out of Penrith, Souths, Manly, the Roosters, the Storm, the Eels, the Knights, and the Titans, can you see three of them dropping out? No. I can see one of them dropping out. Yep. I can't see three. Okay. And that team is the Knights. Okay. And I think the team that replaces them is the team that we should talk about next. Yep. Which is the Cronulla Sharks. Yep. Up, up, Cronulla. Up, up, Cronulla. That's... I think they're in for a good year. Uh, not a premiership calibre year, but in the right direction. Uh, Nico Hines coming over. Dale Finucane coming over. New coach, Greg Fitzgibbon. I think they're going to be a well-improved team. There's no drama about the head coach that shattered them all last year. I think that, you know, Moylan looks like he's going to lose that spot, which is probably a good thing because he could never string back-to-back games together. Will Kennedy's going to have another season with the number one on his back. And I'm just really... Cameron McInnes coming into the squad as a, a veteran leader who's going to shore up their defence along with Finucane. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking good things for Cronulla this year. I think they're going to be a really tough team. Yeah. No, I gr- agree with you. I think it's going to really... They're going to really play a game that is built in the Cronulla style that we learned under Flanagan. Yeah. It's just they're going to grind their way to ugly wins. I'm not expecting much in the way of attacking points this year. I'm expecting a lot of 10-6, uh, 12-8 kind of score lines yeah. where they just grind their way to victory. Uh, and, it, and it's going to be a, a really strong defensive effort. And then halfway through, the headlines are going to be Cronulla can't score points. But I, I do expect them to, to be in the bottom half of the top eight this year. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, it's, it's going to be a really good year for them. Yeah. Uh, so... Okay, 10th, 11th, and 12th last year were Canberra, St. George, and the Warriors. Where do you see these teams this year? 10, 11, and 12. No, um, I think Canberra was really disappointing last year. Yeah. Really, really disappointing. But I just don't see where they've improved, to be honest. Uh, Questions about, you know, there's already questions, will Charles Nickel Clockstart be the fullback come, you know, Round three or four, he's he's probably going to get the start 
in round one, but Xavier Savage is knocking on the door. Uh, you've got, you know, Josh Hodgson or Tom Starling. There's a lot of questions about this team. I think added uh, Caesar's going to really help them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Caesar's really going to help them. Uh, they've struggled at that halfback spot. Um, but really, this team relies on Jack Whiten being the superstar that he was promised to be. And he fell flat last year, and he needs to be better. The forward pack needs to be better. And look, I just, I think I think they're going to be fighting for the eight. I just can't see them being good enough to get in there. Yeah, I, I think. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I don't see them getting there. No, I don't see them getting there. I don't see St George getting there. I think I, just, I, I think St George might be a bit lower than ten, eleven, or twelve, in my opinion. Yeah, and the Warriors, I. SJ returning will help. Yeah. Um, there's you know, Reese Walsh already has one foot out the door. Apparently, uh, they're trialing uh, Chanel Harris Devita fullback. They just they don't know what to do with their team at the moment. The the spine's a bit of a mess. Who's going to be captain? It should be Torhu Harris. Yeah. I think he was last year. Yeah. Uh, but maybe they'll be boosted by the return to New Zealand. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but based in Redcliffe un- until then. Um, okay, so then the final four teams were the Tigers, the Broncos, the Cowboys, and Canterbury. Um, I have the Cowboys finishing last. So uh, we're, we're not doing our ladders until next week or week after, but yeah. um, Cowboys finishing last for me. I, 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 they have had a terrible off-season. Their number one player is... All that's all that's been around is his anti-vax status, and there's so many distractions up there. The team has recruited no one and done nothing, and I just think it's going to be a terrible season for them. Yep. Um, okay, Tigers. Where do you see him? Um, I'm really disappointed that I wasn't asked to be one of their five captains. Yeah. Um, this has never worked. Don't know why the teams keep trying it. Um, again, Tigers. They've done. They haven't done enough for me to say they're going to win this year. They have got Isaiah Papali'i coming next year, but this year Adam Dewey's going to be out for the start of the season. But I don't see much improvement from them. Yeah, if any. Yeah, I look. I'm mixed on the five captains thing. I think the leadership group concept. It's been done by teams before. I think they just want a, a reason to criticise Match. He did the same thing in the early years at South. So. Um, it's a it's a neither here nor there thing. I mean, if they're finding it works at training, let them do it. I mean, yeah. whatever. Um, okay, so the two big talking points, I think, out of that bottom four are going to be the Broncos and the Bulldogs. Yep. Um, I'm expecting a big year from the Bulldogs. Uh, I can exclusively reveal to you that yeah. they will make my top eight. Really? I have, not, right. I have not put my top eight together yet, but I'm finding a spot for them in there. Okay. Who last play, time the who Bulldogs plays, who plays halfback. Last time the Bulldogs, um, last sorry, last time the Bulldogs finished last. Yeah. In two thousand eight, the next year they finished second. Yeah. I they they will turn it around. They, this is the year they turn it around. I think they've recruited really well. And yeah. I think they're only going to get better next year when they get a better forward pack. Yeah. You know, they've got um, who have they got coming next year? They got Kickout coming next year. They got Marnie coming next year as yeah. well. So like. The hooking role has been an issue for them. They've shored up one of their half spots. Yep. I still don't like Dufty at fullback. I think he offers a lot of questions on defense. On defense, 
and that's my big concern. Um, I think they're where gonna... would you play him, Dufty? See, I'm thinking I would I'm almost 14. be minded to play Corey Allen at fullback. I'd play Josh Adokar at fullback. See, Josh Adokar wants to play fullback, but I don't think he should play fullback. I I would give him a shot there. I I, I know what I'm going to get out of Dufty. It's going to be electrifying attack. Yeah. And below average defense. Yeah. See, like if you think about it, there is quite a bit of talent in that team. Actually, you, I tell you, actually, there is a name that I think should be fullback. Yeah. It's Jake Avarillo. Okay. That's who I think should be playing fullback. But then that asks the question, who plays halfback? Who do you think is going to play halfback? I don't know. I don't think they have that player in the roster yet. That's that's the problem. But but I think they're going to be good enough because Matt Burton is exceptional. Yeah. Um, they've got a better... Tavita Pankar Jr. turned it around last year. I don't even think he got suspended at all last year. No. He had off-field he had off field issue like family off-field issues yeah. that like were nothing on him. It was yeah. just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, completely unrelated. He turned his season around, and it was fantastic for Penrith in the run home. Yeah. He's going to be really important for them. I do like the Bulldogs this year. I, I, I think that if you can really simplify the game Flanagan plays, yeah. they can get enough out of him for this year. True. You just keep his game as simple as possible and let the forwards and let Burton and Adokar and everyone else do other things around him. You simplify that role, he will be capable enough. He need, the only thing, the, the one thing Flanagan needs to have done all this offseason is learn how to do more than one kick. Yeah. Because he had one kick in his arsenal and that is it. Yeah. Lachlan Lewis was the same. He had that one kick. You need to be better as a half. Matt Burton really going to help that. You have Trent Barrett as your coach. Yeah. You hope that that helps that as well because he was an excellent 5'8". Yeah. Uh, so yeah, these are the things that need to improve. I, look, but I, I also forgot, think I, about I also think that that the the coach will have more time for that because yes. Gus is doing a lot of the coach's job. Exactly. So Bulldogs are up there for me. Brisbane. So Souths play the Broncos in round one. In Brisbane. Yeah. After the NRL relocated to Brisbane, and Souths came. Runners up and don't get a home game until round three after going to Brisbane and Melbourne because we need to focus more on developing the game in Brisbane, I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. I uh, think it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but um, it's, it's where the money is. And No, well, it's not because Souths came second last year and Brisbane came, what, 14th? Yeah. And Souths didn't have a chance to farewell their captain and instead it's going to happen at the same place where Souths played their last, what, 10 games. So... Ridiculous, once again, from the NRL. I really hope that Reynolds is happy with his decision Like at the end of this. He doesn't regret it. Yeah. Because if he regrets it, that becomes South's problem and South's get stuck in the going back to that and bringing Reynolds back at some point for his swan song, which just doesn't work. So um, I just hope... I don't know. I assume that Brisbane are going to be better this year. Um, I think they will be better just because Reynolds is who Reynolds is. He's going to bring a calmness and a structure to that team that hasn't been there for years. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's some nepotism going on, and Billy Walters will be the five-eight starting the season, which Isn't is that right? That's that's the, that's a rumor going Instead around. Instead of who uh, Tyson Gamble or yeah. Albert Kelly. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what goes on there. Uh, Tessie News is also going to be out for the start, so they haven't got a fullback. So there's a couple questions, couple questions for the Broncos. I think that they're going to be one of those teams fighting for the eight, but will fall short. 
Now you said you said that you've got the Bulldogs making the eight. Yeah. Have you got Cronulla making the eight? Yeah. So who drops out? Haven't worked that out yet. <laughs> okay, but no, I have worked that out. I, in my mind, Knights and Titans don't make it. Okay. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. That, would be, that, would, be, that would be the team that you. Yeah. I haven't worked out. out the order, but yeah. um, the one I team. did nail it a bit last year. I think I was pretty accurate on like five of the sixteen spots. Yeah. And I was one off in about four others. So. Yeah. Um, one team we didn't really touch on was the Dragons. Yeah. Um, they've recruited the 2012 All Stars in their forward pack. Yep. Um, Just to clarify, the NRL All Stars, right? Yes. Because their recruitment's way off. It could have been the NBA All Stars. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going on? Uh, Anthony Griffin has already been given an extension for next season. Yeah. Which is a surefire thing. He'll be sacked after Anzac Day. Yeah. <laughs> oh no no no! Hold up hold up! Dragon Dragons are going to do what they do every year. And they're going to come out strong. They're going to win, what, five of their first eight games? And then then it'll drop off. I had this conversation today, and I can tell you firsthand, Dragons fans are already lulled into a false sense of security about this season (laughs) based off their trial results. I have have a Dragons fan who lives three doors up from me. And he's assured us that the recruitment has been great. It's a really strong forward pack, and they're going to be a good team. Yep. Yep. I'm going to tell all those Dragons fans who are listening right now, I have more, and I love doing this. It's not your year. It's not your year. <laughs> Give up. All right. <laughs> You've never really forgotten that 2010 grand final result, have you? I've it's burned in your brain. Never will I forget, Emmanuel, and I will never live it down. And, yeah, I love, I love watching Dragons suffer. You know this. Yeah. All right. That's every team, I think. We've hit every team. That is every team. We're going to talk about this every week, apparently, for the next 30 weeks. <laughs> uh, and you guys are going to listen, apparently. Yeah. Um, we're going to have more on our tipping comp in the next couple of days. Yeah, um, we're, we're just we are, things out. We're, but... we're, gonna, we're definitely doing one. Uh, we're going to have more to say about that uh, in the coming days. Don't forget the usual platforms uh, at How Good Is Rugby League on Instagram at how good is RL on Twitter and how good is rugby league at gmail.com. Yeah. If you want to email us, yep. um, slide into Michael's DMS. He loves it. Um, and you can slide into mine too. That's fine. Um, and yeah, great to be back for season three. Great to be back. And yeah, as Emmanuel mentioned, keep an eye on our socials. That's where the info for the tipping cop will be announced in the next probably few days or so. So we will, we're getting we're getting everything sorted, and we I've already spoken to the reigning champion Nick Saturis. He's asked whether he can compete as it again, and I said there is no comp, no tipping comp without a defending champ. So he's ready to go. Which is also funny because when he's in it, there is no competition. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. All right, uh, that is it, Emmanuel. We will be back on March eighth, so the Tuesday before the. Regular season kicks off. Teamless Tuesdays. Teamless Tuesdays. So we'll be right after Teamless Tuesdays and we should have something out Tuesday night for you guys. All our season predictions, ladder predictions, Dally M, big headlines that we think are going to happen and obviously a run through round one. Uh, and that is it. We're done. That's it. Fantastic. One more thing, Emmanuel. For the first time in the season of 2022, how good is rugby league? How good is rugby league. Thanks, guys.